0: Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin. Vezes Hashem Shalom Bayashir, number one hundred and ninety-two. I'm going to talk today about how getting even lowers a person and degrades a person and demeans a person. And the truth is, is nakama or netira, um, taking revenge or even not taking revenge, but harboring that anger and telling the other person about it and expressing it and how it's felt in the heart, is a strong human tendency. It's a natural human tendency to want to get even against the person that sometimes wronged us. And if someone refuses to lend us money or any other article, we tend to want to refuse that person in return. If someone causes us pain, we're likely to want to cause that person who caused us pain to suffer as well. And that's a natural human tendency. It's part of human nature, and there's nothing to get around it. That is built into human nature. But nevertheless, the Torah tells us explicitly that we should not take revenge, and we should not bear a grudge. And again, We may think that it's impossible. How do you not take a grudge? How do you not bear a grudge if it's so natural and normal and it's part of our nature? But if the tarot is giving you a iser, they would not do it. The Tire would not do it unless we're fully capable of doing so. So now what is the pattern of getting even? For example, you spoke to me in a way that I didn't like, so in return, I'll speak to you in a way that you don't like. You didn't do what I asked you to do, so I won't do what you asked me to do. You caused me distress, I'll cause you distress. And and no it's human nature if someone causes you distress and you um, you know are silent and you um, or you take the high road very often that's construed as weakness. Now again we're not talking about someone taking advantage and placing healthy borders that's that's a different issue altogether that we could discuss. If someone hurts you you have a right to take steps to make sure that you're protected. But we're not talking about that now. We're talking about outright revenge and going out to hurt the other person for that purpose. And while the wording is used when taking revenge, we call it getting even, we're not becoming even, we're actually lowering ourselves by letting our hurt feelings lead us to act in a way that the terror does not want us to act. And you become elevated when you transcend those personal slights, those personal hurts, and you regardless act with kindness and compassion towards that someone who did not act that way towards you. And um, if it applies to everybody, it certainly applies to people in marriage. It's very often, it's common, it's human nature. In marriage, there's tension. And there's situations where they will hurt each other. And they need to know in those situations not to get trapped in a negative loop of a boomerang of hurting each other and causing more suffering and spiraling down. And it's smart and wise to hold back, realize what you're doing, and put a stop to it, and not to have that cycle take place. Part of it is to recognize what Hashem does is is His will, and if it caused you at tsar, it's Hashem's decree. We talked about it in the past also, the Chavetz Chaim talks about it. Someone hits somebody, there's two parts to it. It's He did an Aveira for hitting, and he'll get an Einish for it. But the one who got hit, it was Mayim. How do you reconcile the two is a good question. We're not going to get into that right now, although maybe we'll discuss it in the future. But the bottom line is, is if you were hurt, if there's constructive positive ways which Alpitaira you're allowed to or you're supposed to defend yourself, then of course you do. But in nikama is prohibited. So here is an uh, anecdote that uh, is brought down by Pliskin Pliskin on this subject in his book on marriage. I'm not the type of person who would try to take revenge by actively doing things to cause my spouse to suffer. But if my spouse insults me, I tend to act passive-aggressively for some time to come. Um, I will act as if I did not hear the requests that were made. I will find things to do outside the house instead of taking care of something my spouse wants me to take care of. I feel bad about my acting this way, but when I'm hurt, I have a strong need to cause distress in return. And this outweighs all my ideals and natural desires to do acts of kindness. One day, I was speaking to a close friend who was able to maintain a joyous attitude in spite of difficulties. This friend was having an especially hard time with a relative who thought very differently from my friend on almost every issue, and they had to deal with together. My friend sent to me years ago, these type of incidents used to get me very angry, and I would become embroiled in a heated quarrel with my relative. But now I am much more aware that all that happens to me is not really from this relative, but from Hashem who is testing me. I realize that all that Hashem causes to happen to me in my life is for my ultimate good. And this has totally removed the negative feeling towards that relative. I am now able to interact peacefully regardless of any obstacle this relative causes. And this is exactly the message that I needed to hear about dealing with my spouse. While I don't feel it, uh, find it easy, I realize that my spouse is Hashem's agent to test me for my benefit. Since then, whenever I take, feel like acting passively, aggressively with my spouse, I would repeat to myself, this isn't my spouse causing me this. It's my loving creator who is doing this for my benefit. I will treat my spouse with as much kindness as possible. And when I am able to do this, the feelings of spiritual accomplishments are greater than dubious pleasure of getting back at my spouse. And again, one disclaimer I will make here is that of course there are situations of actual abuse, or patterns that are very destructive. And on those cases, the Torah does allow you, and you ask a rav, a competent person, of how to protect yourself from that harm against the abuse. But here we're not talking about that. We're talking about two normal people that are decent people, but like everyone else, has major flaws. Has flaws, we all have flaws. And we're sometimes not gonna act ideally, and sometimes we have, we shouldn't get angry, but we do get angry. We're not talking about someone that's a chronic, angry person that uh, is a, abusive or physically abusive, Khalila. That's a separate subject. We're talking about normal human beings who fall short, like we all do. And of course, we need to work on ourselves. But in those situations, we need to realize this, what we just discussed, and the Rambam puts it in a perspective that all matters concerning this world is really trivial or inconsequential and it's not worthwhile to take revenge and um, also it's brought down, uh, he brings it down, I saw it in the Chafetz Chaim too, in Talmud Yerushalmi, Gemara Nedarim, Perak Tes, Halacha Dalid, and the Karban Ada there. He says there that if you cut your left hand while slicing your meat. So would your left hand take revenge on your right hand for cutting it? And that's the same reason we should not take revenge on others, because we're really one. When you're hurting another yid, you're hurting yourself. When you're hurting your spouse, certainly, when you're one with her, you're one with him, you're hurting yourself. And hannah, Eventually, when you work on yourself, the Hana of acting in an elevated manner of not taking that revenge, of putting it aside, will override any Hana that you would get for getting even. Another anecdote that he brings down is like this. He says, I'm embarrassed to admit that whenever my spouse said and did anything that was distressful for me, I felt pleasure if there was a measure-for-measure measure retribution during the next few days. I used to have Hana basically for getting even. I felt the inner glee and joy about my irritation and distress um, and I was avenged by cuts and disappointments and slights and um, it was difficult for me to get rid of the resentment. So when I learned, Pirkei Yavis, it says, that when we rejoice over the downfall of our enemies, we shouldn't rejoice over the downfall of our enemies. It's a Pasik in Mishle and also brought down in Perkei Avais, which the uh, Malam Farsham asked, what did he was mechadish? He just quoted a pasuk Mishle. but he heard about that pasuk. He felt a tinge, I felt a tinge of guilt, but then I rationalized that it's not just my enemy. Any person <coughs> that I think is my enemy, that I'm upset at, whether it's a relative, a friend, or a spouse, you realize they're not really your enemy. They're really your friend. <coughs> So one day, I had a wake-up call, and there was someone in that I knew well and care about whose life has had difficult ch- and I wasn't compassionate enough towards that person who had suffered a lot um, uh, from others, and um, I became more understanding to him after a while. It was a painful lesson, but I got the message. I saw that I made a mistake when I didn't treat another person right. And um, I no longer felt that need for my spouse to have a mida-kneged mida of, if I was hurt by my spouse, to go back and hurt my spouse. So that's a very, very important concept, especially in marriage, but applies in all situations, that um, that to get even in the comma, besides, of course, being an actual isser and harboring the anger, it really is doesn't do any good, and you become elevated by going past it and going beyond it. And again, like we said already twice, and I'm going to say it again, if there's a pattern where there's a real abuse situation going on, that is different, then you consult someone, uh, a a, a professional, a competent rav or or mentor, because then there are ways to protect yourself. And again, there you're not doing it as, as, as nakama. And, and it goes in general in life when a, another person is trying to harm you, really, really harm you, you have a right to protect yourself. And then you go about ways and you ask how to go about to protect yourself. That's not Nakama. We're not talking about that now. We're talking about regular human relationships with flaws, where it's, and especially in marriage, every marriage, no matter how good the marriage is, and no matter how good you are or your spouse is. It always there's a tendency in human nature when you're under stress, you will hurt each other at from time to time, and you need to know how to go about it. And getting even lowers you. That's the main side of this point, and also to recognize that it comes from Hashem. Now, of course, the one who is needs the work, the one who was angry, the one who said the harsh words, they can't say it's all it's all from Hashem. When they hurt their spouse, they need to know on their end. No, that's not from Hashem. That's Bechira, that's free choice. I need to work on that. I cannot do this anymore. On the recipient end, there's a feeling that it's from Hashem. And again, how that works is complicated, but that is very, very true. It is from Hashem. And again, that doesn't take away the fact that when um, in abusive situations, you need to protect yourself. So the point is that it's from Hashem, and a story I heard recently from Rabbi Ari Levine similarly was like this. He remembers the story that uh, I guess the yeshiva had a particular library where he was able to take out Svarim. And he once went, went to the other to Bacher, who was in charge of the library, asked for the particular safer. And that librarian was very, very mean to him. No, I'm not giving you the safer. Who are you? What are you doing? And, and basically it was abusive to him. And he didn't understand why. And he asked Hashem to ask help him to know why. So what happened was, Ray Levine had a dream that night. And, you, and the dream was, which was based on something that really happened when he was like six, seven years old, um, the, he was playing and whatever, someone lost the ball or whatever it is, or made trouble, and one boy thought that he was the one, he targeted him, he was innocent, and started yelling at him and berating him. So Rebariya Levine felt upset about it. He was a little boy, and he in turn went back to that boy and screamed at him and embarrassed him in public. And then Rebariya woke up. He woke up, and he right away ran to, went, ran to shul, opened up the arnica, he just started crying and said, I, I was a young child then, I was only f- six, seven, eight years old when I embarrassed this boy. Obviously what the librarian treated me harshly is because of this sin, You know that if I would know where that boy lives or who he is or where he is, I would go and ask Michelet from him right now, but I don't know who he is and where he is. Please put into his heart that he's Michael me and please be Michael me and put into heart his heart that he should be Michael me. And he cried and cried. And then some Mamash a miracle. The next day he goes to that librarian, to that library again, and the librarian who was so mean to him the day before goes over to him and says, what was that safer you wanted? Tell me the name of the safe. I'll get it for you right away. And Ravai Yilavim chapt that that was a simon, that his sin was forgiven. Sometimes you have that. It's hard to explain why and how and what and where. Where sometimes there's a change of perception and behavior from another person towards you that stems from something deeper, from something that HaKadosh Baruch Hu orchestrates and feels. So very often it's like that, that if you work on yourself and you don't take that nakama and your spouse did hurt you and you do everything the right way, the way the Torah wants you to act when you were hurt by your spouse, that of course, again, if there's an abuse situation, you go to the proper channels to help know how to protect yourself. But when it's not that way and it's just... Everyone being human and being in their bad moods, you dive into rabbi Nishleil, You work on yourself, and usually, k'mayim upon him, Hashem puts a ruach rachamim in the heart of the person. It's also, by the way, in eta taiva. If um, you don't, you need to ask mechila from a person you can't find them yet, or you didn't muster the courage yet, although it's a chiyav to do. You ask the rabbi Yishloyim to put into that person's heart to forgive you, and, and really express regret. Again, that doesn't take away the fact of what it says in Shulchan Aruch that if you or you were hurt by your if you your, you, were, you hurt your friend, you have a chi of gomer to uh, go to go to him and ask him mechila. There's no way to get around that. But when it's impossible or you're unable to, or you didn't muster the courage yet, at the very least, you ask the rabbi nishlah and rabbi Yishla, I can't find this person, or I don't know how to do it. Help me have the Kayach to do it. And in the meantime, please put in his heart the Ruach Rachman to be Meichel me, And whatever I can do to fix it, please help me fix it. And with that, yeah, Special Siyat HaDashmaya. Have a wonderful day.